Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Friday morning. And uh hope everybody had a good night's rest. It's supposed to be a pretty day today. Going to be up in the 90s next week and or close to 90, I guess I should say. But uh, according to the weather, but it's supposed to be beautiful. I am loving it. I hope you all are too. I love heat. I love the sun. I tell you what, my... My dream would be to live on the ocean one day. I love the beach. I love the sand. I love the water. Love the mountains too. Don't get me wrong. I, I love our mountains, but uh, but I tell you what, I'd like to. Old Gilligan, I don't think realize how good he had it on a deserted island. Wouldn't that be nice? No, no uh, phones. No motor cars. No electric electricity. <laughs> no uh, uh, any of those things. Wouldn't have to deal with. The news wouldn't have to deal with any of that stuff. It would be uh, be wonderful, you know. So, oh well. Then that way, when me and my wife got mad at each other, I could be on one side of the island. She'd go to the other side of the island, and you know, there we go. So <laughs> that way, she won't beat me over the head with a coconut. So, who all do we have this morning here? We got Amy Oaks Turner. We got Darlene Barker, Miss Angel Dixon. So, appreciate you ladies tuning in this morning. And as always, I. There's more than that watching, but that's just the names I can see thus far. So, but um, yeah, but I hope everybody is ready for the day. Well, let's go ahead and get our day going in the right direction here. Let's go ahead and start out with our pledge of allegiance. So, let me get up here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty. And justice for all. Thank you, Lord, for for that wonderful pledge we do each morning. Good morning, Brandy Boyd Young. Glad she is watching. But uh, you know, I was thinking about Gilligan's Island. I always thought that Marianne was prettier than Ginger. Not that it has anything to do with what we're talking about this morning. But you know, when I was thinking about Gilligan's Island, I always thought she was prettier. But anyway. <laughs> So, uh, there was, you know, there was a, they had a cast, remember the original Ginger, uh, was, uh, a different woman, I forgot there was a reason why they switched them, I don't know if it was a contract dispute or something, I can't remember now what it was, but, oh well, it doesn't matter, sorry, I get stuff on my mind, and I, I am, my mind is a very scary place, <laughs> And uh, uh, it's like a squirrel on a wheel. And sometimes that squirrel falls off or sometimes it gets distracted and chases after things. And it's a real mess in there. So uh, so just overlook me. <laughs> right. But uh, but anyway, uh, you know, the world in chaos as always. But at least uh, Israel and uh, Hamas has uh, granted a ceasefire uh, for 11 days. So I know a lot of people are celebrating about that. I know... Uh, uh, a lot of the uh, conservatives are upset with the, how the Democrats have uh, kind of villainized uh, Israel. Uh, you know, there's uh, people, you know, some in, in New York uh, protesting again and, and like lunatics. And uh, it's the greatest thing in the world. You know, they, they arrest them and they turn around and let them right back out because the way the laws are set up in New York, you can pretty much do whatever you want to and they're going to let them out. Uh, blocking the roads, and I'm telling you what, I just, uh, it makes me, uh, the whole road blocking thing, I, it just, uh, I don't know, better stay quiet, because anything you, you say can be used against you in a court of law, so I better not uh, elaborate too much on that aspect, but anyway, 
So, our world is gone mad, people, in case you haven't noticed. And uh, so with that said, let's go ahead and look at our verse this morning here. Let's get over here. All right, it is Matthew eleven twelve, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. All right, now a lot of people may say, what in the world is that talking about? Well, let's, let's look at, to bring it into some further context. Uh, we read verse 11, but I think we should read verse 12. Uh, you always understand that. When you're trying to understand a passage of Scripture, oftentimes you read the verses before it or after it. will a lot of times uh, bring an understanding to what it's talking about. But verse 12 says, uh, I'm sorry, verse 11. Uh, what's the matter with me Verse 13 <laughs> For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. All right. Now, remember, we're looking at here that uh, Caesar and Tepes, 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 anyway, you get the idea, had, had arrested John the Baptist. And, uh, you know, and see, the the uh, Pharisee stuff, they liked the way things were going. They didn't like uh, what John was talking about, what he was preaching about. They didn't like what things that Jesus was saying. And they wanted to keep on, uh, they, they had a head knowledge, but they didn't have a heart knowledge of the things of Jesus Christ. And uh, they all they wanted to do is follow the laws. They liked to be seen in the public square. They like to uh, uh, put on a big good front. And sadly, that's a lot of Christians today. They like to put on a good front. A lot of pastors too. They uh, want to stand way up here and look down upon the little peons and say, "Yes, be a super Christian like me," you know. And uh, you know, I, you know, like I said, I, I'm not putting down all pastors. A lot of good good guys out there uh, trying hard and trying to do the best they can for the Lord and, and my hat's off to them and uh, uh, I have respect for them but there, there are those out there that are very pretentious you know it gets on my nerves it's very much like the Pharisees you know I'm I'm a little different may I get it uh, from my father's example I just try to be real I try to be myself maybe I'm a little too real you know in fact I remember years ago uh, David Green he's gone on home to be with the Lord now and uh, he's attended the church at the time and uh, he's helped me work on the car out here, and uh, he, uh, <laughs> I was joking around or being goofy or something. He, uh, he just stopped working on the car and looked at me, and he said, you're not like any preacher I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I said, is that good or bad? He said, no, that's a good thing. <laughs> so, but uh, And I, I, I'm glad, because I don't want to be uh, uh, stuffed shirt, staunchy. Uh, I want people to know you, you can be a Christian and still have fun. You know, you don't have to, to be like it. But anyway, uh, the point that we're seeing here is, is what they were trying to follow and do. You know, when we, um, one way to look at this, I guess a good illustration, is uh, when you think of something that is forceful, all right, sometimes you can think of uh, uh, like an M1 tank or something that's coming down, uh, that's a pretty forceful, a forceful thing, or waves in an ocean, uh, particularly if it's a typhoon or something like that, you know, it's it's going to, you know, it's about an unstoppable force. Uh, I told you all four, we was at uh, Myrtle Beach once before, and uh uh, the waves were really, I mean, they were just strong. I don't know if there had been a storm out in the sea or what. They were just like, I mean, over, just unusually strong. And poor old Brandy, she, I was holding Madison. She's clinging to me because she's went out of water, but she didn't want to, she's, of course, she's smaller then. And uh, so I was holding on to her. Well, Brandy decides to come on out. Well, she didn't get too close. No, she was almost within arm's length. 
wave knocks her down. Well, soon she tried to get back up, but she about drowned. Bless her, Archie. Another wave knocked her down. She couldn't get up. So here I'm holding Madison. I'm trying to run over to get to her. I'm fighting against the waves, trying to grab her and pull her back up. And uh, uh, it, it was tough. But she, I think she skinned her knees up on uh, the, uh, the shells and stuff where it hit her so hard. And sometimes that could be a real force. You know, when Jesus Christ called us uh, to become women and men of God, uh, we have to deal with the forces of, of uh, this evil world and, uh, and uh, the wickedness that comes along with it. And that's why that uh, to be a Christian, uh, it is a, uh, it's not for the weak. You know, that's why there's a good weeding out between those who are truly saved and those who are not saved. And uh, I think a lot of people think that once you come to know Jesus Christ your Lord Savior, it's going to be an easy road. It's not. It's very difficult. But Jesus Christ gives us that peace. He gives us that strength to keep enduring, to keep pushing forward uh, in spite of those trials and tribulations. So it does take a very strong man and woman uh, to, uh, to truly uh, do the things of the Lord. You know, we have a lot of bombardment and attacks uh, from those in the world against christianity uh some of the examples i have here uh, good morning timmy uh that we have here I, I pulled up this morning of how for those of us who are saved how we are under attack just for example uh you know this whole issue with the lgbtq thing is getting more and more forceful they're, they're really pushing that more and more trying to brainwash our children it's infiltrated cartoons uh you know a lot of aspects to that you know, of course, you have uh, Skittles that come out for their Pride Month and says only one rainbow matters during Pride. That just is nauseous, is it not? That, uh, of course, we, we can go look at First John five nineteen. says that we know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. All right, so we got that going. Uh, good morning, Donna Taylor. Uh, another, uh, like I said, there's several here. Uh, Let's see here. We're at the, okay, yeah. Here's another good point here, in uh, in the Chinese Communist government. All right, in China. I mean, I've told you all this before. They are very strict on Christians. It's not they can't have Christian weddings. They can't have Christian funerals. There's nothing to them to to execute those who are of the faith, and uh, they are clamping down on social media, uh, taking down any post of reference to Christianity. They uh, have even stopped the sale of Bibles on Amazon in China. Uh, so, you know, don't think these things are not going to filter in over here. Because remember, in order for them to have socialism, in order for the LGBTQ to move forward, they have to eliminate Christians. They, they've got, they, there's no way these things can exist, coexist with those of us who stand on the forefront and say, this is wrong. So that's why we have to be the salt of the earth. We have to be a force to be reckoned with. If God is for us, who can be against us? <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we've got to make sure that we're standing true, standing tall, standing strong. But here's the thing, though. See, these things, you know, what is it about God's word that China's so afraid of? What is it about Jesus Christ that they're so afraid of? Because they understand and realize the reality of its truths. And you can see that um, they don't want freedom of speech. They don't want freedom of religion. And uh, they want to suppress truth. Uh, all these things, see, and, and that's, and it's, a, it's a, you've already known that on social media, I'm our target. All right, they look for any. They're digging up stuff from four years ago. They're trying to to ban me on Facebook. They're trying everything in the world to keep this these devotions going out. Trying everything in the world to keep uh, our live uh, uh, church services from going out. Uh, it's sick. Uh, let's see here. Oh, another thing. Children. 
falling away from the gospel like never before. You, know, you realize, see, this propaganda, this uh, everything that we're seeing that the world is pushing is affecting the hearts and minds of our children. See, they can get them while they're young. Uh, I, I can't help but think of, um, I don't know if you all have ever seen the movie Equilibrium uh, with uh, Christian Bale. Uh, it uh, uh, talks about a uh, society, which really isn't too far off, that um, uh, in order to restrict your emotions, they force everyone to take these pills, and uh, and particularly the children. And there's there's nobody really has an emotion. They're all, all almost like robots. And uh, people starting to wake up a little bit to quit taking their pills. Or it's like, hey, you know, this, you know, they were wanting to destroy art. They want to destroy books. Wow, does that not sound familiar? You know, that's what, that's what we're seeing today. They want to destroy art. They want to destroy books. Destroy anything that would would make you want to think for yourself. And uh, it's a good movie. I, I don't know. I don't. I watched the edited one. I'm not sure if I've seen the one that's unedited. So it may if there's something bad in there, be like, I can't believe that preacher recommended that. So you know. It's like I recommend Game of Thrones or anything. Tried to watch it. The first episode was so pornographic, I turned it off immediately. I saw, I, so, anyway. And if you say, well, I watched it, well, I'll pray for you. <laughs> so, well, that's mean. It is. All right. So, all right. Oh, yeah. Baylor University uh, provides a path for LGBTQ. Uh, we also see that the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America has just elected a bishop to serve uh, that, uh, in the church, but who is a woman that identifies as a man. See, the point of all this is we're seeing more and more of a forceful attack on us as Christians. The persecution will only increase. It will only get stronger. And as long as and the longer that Christ tarries, we are facing an uphill battle. This is not for the weak. Like I said, we have to be a force to be reckoned with as Christians, not inciting violence. I'm not saying that for you to go out and physically hurt anybody. Uh, what I'm saying is that we have to stand our ground as Christians. And we're going, and it's going to be increasingly more difficult. See, this may be, you know, I've been talking about in First, Second uh, Peter 3. And how the Lord is, is ter- you know, he, he's taking his time. His time's not our time. We don't understand why he's, he's holding back. One, I, here's a couple reasons I think. One, he's, you know, as I discussed, he's given more time for people to come to know him before his wrath is poured out. So that, that's one reason why Christ is holding back and not, hasn't returned yet. And two, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of debate in regards to the tribulation. There are those who believe that we'll be raptured before the tribulation. There are those who believe we'll be raptured mid-tribulation. Uh, then you have the all-millennial view who that doesn't believe in the uh, millennium reign of Christ, the thousand-year reign. You have those who believe in a pre-trib and millennial reign, a mid-trib, <laughs> post-millennial reign. So there's a lot of, lot of uh, uh, theories in eschatology, and there's a lot of people who love to debate it. And I before, I, I could really care less. As long as you know Jesus Christ, your personal and Savior, that's all that matters to me. But here's the thing. I, I do believe uh, in a mid Trib, uh, uh, what's the word? Middle of the tribulation, Christ is coming back. Now, <laughs> that way, there's a word I was thinking that went out of my head. But anyway, the point, the reason why I believe that is just is for like this verse in particular. I think there's going to be a weeding out, and I think there's going to we may have to face a certain amount of trials to see who are truly gods and those who are not. That's why I believe that. Now I could be wrong. Like I said, I, I, that's why I'm not. There's so uh, there's a lot of people out there I think who equate their salvation to where they stand in these eschatological uh, theories 
and uh, theology. And I've never really understood that. You know, I've had people like get in my face. What do you believe? You know, like what? I've never understood it. Here, I you know, not to brag on myself, but with four degrees, a doctorate in ministry, uh, I've never ever understood why people get so tore up about that. To me, the only thing that's important is you know Christ. It doesn't matter. But I believe you know that we there may be a more of a mid trib before Christ raptures us out of here, but in order to test our faith. And I think as these kind of things we're discussing this morning, as it continues to grow, and it is going to continue to grow, and the more the government and the more liberals take control uh, of that government, we're going to see more of a, an oppression uh, on our country. and uh, or, Well, not on our country, but on Christians in particular. And uh, so you're going to have to make, you know, stand your ground. And like I said, you're going to be hated. But guess what? Christ said, hey, don't worry. They hated me first. Remember what Jesus said? In this world, you'll have trouble. But take heart of overcome the world. But here's the thing. We're going to face these trials. We're going to face this tribulation. We're going to face these persecutions. We're going to face hate. We're going to face these things. But guess what? In the end, God wins. Is that not a wonderful thing? See, we can look forward and take sure. Hey, evil's running rampant right now. And it's thinking, you know, the old devil's thinking he's, you know, he's running scared. And he knows that it's not going to be long. But in the end, God wins. So we don't get discouraged. Don't get upset when you see these things happening. Don't, you know, we understand that God's going to win. All right. And you may be saying, well, I don't know that I could stand in the face of a persecutor. You know, say, what if, what if, what if, uh, heaven forbid, America became like China and started to persecute and, and, uh, kill those who stand in the faith. You may say, well, I don't know that I could do that. And all we can do is pray that God will give us what we need when we need him. You know, I, I've used this illustration before with Corey Tim Boone. She, uh, they were going on a trip. Her dad had the ticket. She said, I want my ticket now. And he said, no, you don't need it now. She says, but I want to hold it. I want to see it. He said, you don't need it until you get on the train. See, God don't give us the strength and the power we need now to be wasted. He only gives it to us right when we need it. And, uh, you know, the, the tough part for me is I hope and pray to God that I don't ever, ever deny him, that I always will stand true. And what happens to me, I don't care. But see, here's the thing. See, there's evil in this world. Just like us uh, on the news this morning, they were talking about how uh, uh, the liberals were secretly flying in illegal immigrant children into the state of Tennessee. And uh, our governors and uh, Senate leaders didn't have a clue that this was going on. See, they're, they're sneaky. Uh, they, you know, they, know this, they were slipping this in. They didn't know it. But, you know, what's going to be tough, say, if they have a gun to my wife's head or my daughter's head or my son's head and say, you renounce God or we're going to blow their head off or we're going to torture them, we're going to do this, that's going to be tough. But I hope and pray to God that no matter the what happens, that I will trust in the Lord and I will stand no matter what. And uh, uh, there's been a lot of cases throughout history where that's happened, where families have been tortured in the name of Jesus Christ. Men have been burned alive in the name of Jesus Christ and have faced heinous situations in the name of the Lord. But my friends, we have a force, uh, you know, uh, you, it's almost like at uh, the, the law of two opposing forces, you know. But one, one great thing is they're not equal. God's force is far more stronger than the forces of the devil, and God will be victorious. And we uh, so realize that even though we're going to face these evil forces, we, God gives us the strength and the ability to fight back and to push back, that you're going to have to start standing up, and you're going to have to be strong, and you're going to have to get on fire, and you're going to have to get excited about the things of Jesus Christ. You're going to have to get involved in your churches, and you cannot 
take a step back. You know, I always laugh about Obama who said, I'm drawing a line in the sand. You know, he's such a wimp-wristed weenie. You know, everybody just laughed at him, you know. Well, as Christians, we have the full confidence in God. We're drawing the line in the sand. We're not going to take any more. And that's where it's going to get to the point. We're going to have to say this, that, um, listen, or, you know, whoever this individual is, uh, you know, and, you know, I love you as a person, but I cannot condone your actions. And I'm not talking about homosexuality. It could be gay or straight. If it's something that's in complete contrast to the things of the gospel, we're going to have to make that proverbial line in the sand and say, you know what, I'm not taking it no more. And I'm going to stand true to what God says. You can spit on me. You can scream at me. You can cuss me. But I'm standing true for the word of God. And we're going to need more and more Christians, men and women, with a spine to stand up to the things of this world and not cower back just because somebody calls you a name. And, uh, you know, uh, that's the problem with Christians today. There's too many willing to take a knee, if you get my drift, and uh, become spineless and fall back and be like, well, I, I just want to love everybody. and It's not my place to judge and all this bunch of baloney. It's just parroting garbage. We're going to have to, uh, we need to, as men and women, stand for what is right and what is true for the kingdom of God. My friends, we are warriors in God's army. Start acting like it, all right? We have a sword, all right? We have the sword of the spirit. We have the shield of faith. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We, you know, we, we have got to, we've got the full armor of God. We are in a battle. And it's time you start acting like a soldier for God and not a weak little cowardly weenie running in the opposite direction. That's why there's no armor in the back. There's no room for retreat. We got to keep advancing. So my friends, it's time. The war is here. It's, it's in our homes. We're going to start fighting. And you want to find a way to pray about where you're at spiritually and ask yourself, am I ready for this battle? And all we can do that is doing what we're doing this morning, diving into God's Word, talking about these controversial issues, things that a lot of people don't want to discuss. They want to put their head in the sand, things are going to go away, and it's not. We've got to start standing up and standing true in your workplace, at home, at schools, wherever it is. We've got to start making a true stand and saying no more. And I tell you what, I've had a belly full of this liberal stuff <laughs> and uh it's just uh, uh it's only going to get worse so uh, well, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer if we may if our lord we thank you love you and praise you uh, lord thank you so much for this wonderful day thank you for your grace and your mercy lord help us to uh, uh deal with the forces of evil in this world Lord, give us the strength, give us the wisdom, give us the ability to stand for what is right and for what is true. Lord, help us to face the forces of darkness, knowing that we are triumphant, because if you are for us, who can be against us? And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for our country and its leaders, and they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do pray for Roger Winters and Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I do pray for James Vanover, uh, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood. And uh, Lord, I do pray for Larry and Donna Knight and Linda David Feathers and all those watching this morning. Lord, that you watch over and protect them, and uh, Lord, let them have a good and blessed day. And we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate y'all tuning in and watching this morning and just saw where Jerry Keller said good morning. So good morning, Mr. Jerry Keller. And thank you, Amy and Darlene. And uh, I just want to tell you all Sunday morning. Okay, uh, Dr. Vicky will be doing Sunday mornings. 
message uh, from 11 a.m. to 12. Sermon title is UFOs and ETs. So don't know what he's got planned, but uh, so that's his sermon title. And then Sunday evening at 6 o'clock, we'll be meeting physically at the church at 118 Julie Lane. Encourage y'all to come on out and continue our, we're going to finish up at Second Peter. If y'all have a, a new book of the Bible you'd like for me to start a new study in, Please let me know, and uh, we'll give that prayer consideration and see whether that's the, the the next step the Lord likes for us to take. And if I, as always, like I said, social media is really uh, giving me a tough time. If you can't watch on Facebook, be sure and go to flbconline.com, and you should be able to watch all of our devotions and services there on uh, the website. And sometimes it may act up, and if it is, go back to my uh, personal Facebook, and maybe I can get it back up and going there. So, And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, and that'll give you something to listen to as you're going out and about your day. So, my friends, I uh, hope and pray that you all do have a blessed day, a wonderful day. Carpe diem, seize the day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. My friends, thank you, and God bless.